So exactly how much does he cost? We'll talk about that today on Bible Time. It's time for Bible Time on Uplifting and Empowering Fulcrum Radio. Now here's Phil with our latest Bible Time. Hello again, everyone, and thank you for joining me for Bible Time. I think i got a good one for you today. It comes from Job chapter 1, beginning with verse 8. We read, Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. Does, God, does Job fear God for nothing? Satan replied. That got me thinking. Does Job fear God for nothing? What does it cost to fear God, to worship God? What are you looking for when you worship God? Does he do it for nothing? Or is he expecting something in return? Well, in context, we go on to read that you've put a hedge of protection around him. And Satan is implying that Job worships God because of what God does for Job. And how many people in this world, are you perhaps one of them, that say, I have prayed and I've prayed and I've prayed and God doesn't seem to do anything. I've gone to church, I've given my 10%, I've done this and done that and I don't really see much coming from God. Okay, well here's a little hint. God owes you nothing. I'm sorry to be so blunt, but God owes you nothing. You see, Job feared God because of who he was. Job worshipped God because of who he was. The next 39 chapters talk about this. How Job would not curse God and die as his wife told him to do. His friends said, what have you done wrong? Job said, I've done nothing wrong. The conversation goes on and on until finally the Lord speaks and and says, look, I can do what I want. Were you here when I created the world? But here's the thing. In that verse, think about this. Job, does Job fear God for nothing? Does Job fear God for nothing? Do you fear God because of what he's done for you? Or do you and worship God because of what he's done for you? Or do you do it because of who God is? That's the real question we're asking here. Because I think what Satan was saying was, sure he worships you. Look what you've done for him. But God said, oh, oh no, we're not playing that game. He said, here, I'll show you that Job will worship me even if you take everything. You cannot touch his life. You cannot take his life but you can take anything. So he took his cattle. He took his kids. He took his home. He took everything from Job. He took his health. And Job still worshipped God. So, again, the question is, why do you worship God? Because of who he is? Or because of what he's done for you? Or what you expect that he might do for you. There's a big difference there. And it's one that we really need to ask ourselves. This is not to bring judgment upon anyone. I'm not that kind of person. I am not here to tell you all the things you've done wrong and to get right with God before he comes. That's not me. You're listening to the wrong Bible time if you want that. 
I'm here to tell you, to get you to think. What is it, the, what is the reason that you worship God? What is the reason that you go back to him time after time? Are you expecting something in return? Okay, now, God wants us to expect something in return. Salvation, for one. When we turn to the Lord and we confess our sins and we put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ, we know that salvation is our gift, okay? But really, I think that's the only thing we should really expect from God. Because God owes us nothing. He doesn't even owe us salvation. That's a gift freely given to us. But do we get something in return when we do worship God? Sure. You know what we get? We get to have a wonderful relationship with the creator of the universe. Now, let me ask you, what more do you want? Well, I want blessings. I want, okay, God is in the blessing business, but not because of what you've done, but because of who he is. It's part of this works mentality that we as humans fall into this trap a lot. We feel like we have to do something for the one who does something for us. Somebody gives you a birthday gift, Christmas gift. You feel like, oh, I got to get them something too. Am I wrong? Somebody does something really nice for you. Oh, I probably should do something nice for them. Somebody offers you a compliment. You offer one back. Right? We don't have to do that with God. We don't have to do the things we do for God to get him to bless us, to please us, to, to love us. We cannot please him with our works. We please him when we put our trust and faith in him. I love you for who you are and because of all that you've done and because of all that you can do and will do. But I love you because of you. The rest is a blessing. It's a gift. It's a wonderful thing to have. But when we put that first, I have done this. Where is God? I have prayed. I have given. I have gone to church. I have loved my neighbor. Where is God? You're expecting something in return when you say that. Just love God and get what he gives you in return. Sure. Jealousy is a human trait. It's a sin. It's the 10th commandment. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house or possessions. But we oftentimes want what we don't have. We see a shiny brand new blue car drive down around the road. Oh, it'd be nice to have a shiny brand new blue car. We see someone with a great big house or going on a vacation into the rainforest. Oh, it'd be great to go on a vacation or live in that big house. Be happy with what God has given you. Because when you're happy with what God has given you, when you get greater things, whoa! But when you can be happy with the small things, I'm happy with my salvation. I don't expect anything more from God. He's given me so much more. He has answered my prayers. He has helped me. But there are times when I've fallen. There are times when I've said, whoa! I didn't see that one coming. But you know what? God was there, and I didn't expect anything in return. And we shouldn't. Don't let Satan go to God someday and say, well, sure, 
Does he fear you for nothing? Does she fear you for nothing? You've done so much. When we can just love God because of who he is, Satan can't touch us. And he hates that. He hates it. So love God. Worship God. Because he's God. And not because of what he can do for you. That's your Bible time for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And I'll talk to you again all real soon. God bless. You've just listened to Bible Time. New episodes come out every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Thanks for listening.